0: thank you for joining us and remember to rate subscribe and review let's do this hello hello everyone and welcome to hearts and stripes podcast this is your host Bree carroll and i am so excited that you are joining us For this heart-to-heart now. This one is going to be good. My guest is here to talk a bit about a very sensitive topic, so I want everybody to lean in because this one, man, I'm sure it's going to bless a lot of people, but before we get into the, the subject matter, I am going to jump into my guest's official bio I will have with me one and only tracy dixon and she is actually a navy Corps wife she's a mom of three and she's the branch assistant manager at a financial institution in okinawa japan Uh, she currently runs a marriage page with her husband that helps couples deal with get this infidelity and military life so i'm sure you can guess what our topic for today is. It is infidelity. And I love that her message that she is bringing to everyone is that you can have a successful, wholesome, healthy, thriving marriage in the military, even after infidelity. Well, Shane and Tracy, welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. Say hello to everyone. Hello, there. hello hello yes thank you for joining us i am super excited to just get to know more of your mill marriage story hear about the group that you guys started so let's kick things off first you got to give us the love story take us back how did you guys meet um and share a little bit about your your marriage
1: you tell it better than i do
2: so. okay so i'm gonna tell the true version okay so what had happened was <laughs>
0: here we go
2: he stalked me uh we actually met at my job uh in Hampton Roads um uh, he was active duty he was 19 mm-hmm. and I was 28 <laughs> so we actually got married people always joked about we didn't have alcohol um at the wedding because it was at the church and I was like no he's actually not legal he actually couldn't drink <laughs> so we got but he kept coming in. And he was having some issues with his his car loan, and I was just like, "Sir, it's 48 hours. I don't know why you keep coming back.
0: It's literally 48 hours." So uh, I saw him in the hallway. He wasn't he wasn't worried about the car loan. He was trying right. to get the assistance of the pretty lady <laughs> at the desk. I see it. I see it, sir. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So she
2: on the Shane train already? <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. Uh, but I ran into him in the hallway inside the hospital and he was holding a hardy's bag and so i was like oh you need to get me no hardy's and he was like oh i'm sorry and i was like i'm just messing with you like why would you have gotten me hardy's so he was like no tell me what you like and i was like bacon and cheese only not bacon egg and cheese just bacon and cheese only and so the next day when i came to work there was a hardy's bag at my
0: station would i'm on known. the shane train i am on the shane train let's You're go all- <laughs> said I bet you he got bacon egg
2: and cheese and when I opened it it was just bacon and cheese so I was like okay okay he was listening so he was like you know can I get your number and I was like no but you can give me yours and so I called him and I blocked my number remember the days of blocking the number and then (laughs) (laughs) right so he was like who was this and i was like well how many people did you give your number out to um <laughs> don't fall we- into
0: those traps people don't do it <laughs>
2: don't do it don't do it but we just talked and i mean we talked and talked and at the time i was uh divorced and i had a, was a single mom i had a two-year-old daughter and he asked me about her and you know the relationship with her dad and relationship with me and It just was mind-blowing, especially because he was only 19. Um, And so he asked me on a date. And I remember he specifically wondered if I liked horror movies, which is my favorite. And so I was like, okay, I'll go to a movie, free movie, free popcorn, whatever. And he was like, I'll pick you up. And I was like, well, I can meet you there. And he was like, no, I'll come pick you up. And he came to the door, opened my door. He still opened car doors. Shane Um, Train. (laughs) Uh, And it just, uh, we end up breaking up. So this was the fun part. We started dating. I mean, had big blowout, like, don't, just nothing. And he was like, okay, well, I'm still going to come get Jada. That was my daughter. Because he was like, just because me and you didn't make it, you know, I still had a relationship with her. And I'm like, to be honest, her her real dad don't come get her, but you want to still pick her up. So he had like visitation with my daughter (laughs) and just watching them like interact. We slowly, like, got back together. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, y'all always say she's the reason we're together. Uh, And then we got married in 2010. So, it was a year later we got married. And she stole my wedding because he did, like, a scene with her. Oh, yes. And her neck just, her head fell right into his neck. And that's, like, the (laughs) only thing that people remember from my whole wedding. Like, I was the bride, I was there, but that wasn't important. And so, we got, or we're both military brats. Which I okay. think helped.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
2: we're living in Okinawa, Japan right now. I graduated from Okinawa, Japan twenty years ago.
0: Wow, look at that.
2: Yeah, so full circle. Uh, we flew here and we've been here since twenty seventeen. And we're not leaving anytime soon. So okay. that's that's the fast track story. It's yeah.
0: See Shane, okay. you don't even have to add anything to that story because she hit all of your highlights. Like that was awesome. That was awesome. And I think everybody's all Shane train right now. It's cool. Yeah. We are still team. We got team Tracy on here too. So it's fine. <laughs> but let me know, I guess I, I really want to hear how did your marriage continue to grow? I love that you said it started off with just really great communication. Um, Shane was very intentional about building relationship, not just with you, but with your daughter. So that that speaks volumes. I would say as a 19-year-old, you probably the most mature, put together 19-year-old. Uh, I've heard of approaching a relationship very mature. And I, and I think that is what um, kind of left a lasting impression. Even after you guys did kind of fall out, you came back together. And, and I love that because no relationship story Every time we hear it right on Hearts and Stripes podcast, no relationship story is perfect. It always has its twists and turns and roads. And I love that you guys were still able to come together and meeting in both being military brats. I do agree. I think that brings some great perspective to the relationship. It also kind of gives you the sneak peek. Now, it's not always the same as being a dependent as it is a, a spouse now. But it did give you a clue to what the future may hold for your relationship, what some of the challenges may be. So what were some of the challenges you saw in your marriage um, as you have gone through? Because you said you were married in 2010. So you are 10 years in the game. So what were some challenges that you saw in your marriage?
2: So first up, his first duty station was North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. And I couldn't go because really? of my daughter. So we were living in two different states. He deployed um, in that time.
1: I would have to drive up every weekend. Yeah. Oh, I see.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, though, it sounded bad, but that was some of the best years because we only saw each other for two, two days. So it was <laughs> like, yes. it was like, I, it yeah, was- those
0: two days had to count.
2: Yes. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. it was that seven day a week is when the the real twist started coming
1: (laughs) um, that that was a big challenge like actually coming back home because that whole you know distance made the heart grow fonder absolutely and so we had that so when we had constant like okay i'm in your face you're in my face we're working in the same place every day all night it was it was just different and we were we were together we were we're married for only what seven seven months before I actually left, so we really didn't even. And I was preparing to leave, so we still didn't even have
2: this right, time right, to yep. really spend together. So we probably really hit it hard in year four when he yeah. moved home. That was April, mm-hmm. and then um, our daughter. So our our first daughter we had together was born in 2012, and from 2012 to 2014, I was suffering from uh, postpartum depression and PTSD, but I didn't know it.
0: Mm, okay.
2: Um, I was kind of in sur- survival mode because I knew he wasn't there. So like I had to feed the baby. I had to dress the baby. I had to do that. So I did everything robotically, um, but I would always say something's wrong with this one. Like she doesn't connect to me like the other one. I don't think she likes me. Um, and cause I'm very positive and very comedic. A lot of people, you know, thought that I was like being making fun but when he would come home on the weekend she would be so peaceful and she would sleep or if friends would be like we'll give you a break she would be calm with them so people started thinking I was the problem and I was like I think that I am the problem and uh, one night at dinner we was eating french fries and I asked for the ketchup and the ketchup was red and I had a whole meltdown about why was the ketchup red and that was like the light bulb moment where Mm. I realized something is really really wrong something is off I'm tired all the time. When I'm out at work or I'm at church, um, I was so exhausted by the time I got home being okay for everybody else when you yeah. know, when I was at the house. So I would get home and he'd be like, every time we go somewhere, you know, you're the life of the party and then we get home and you just want to be in the dark. And I didn't know how to explain to him all the energy I had went into that that image, that facade, because so many people depended on my strength. So many de- people was depending on me. Um, that when I got home, I was like, I'm just, I'm just empty. And so that's when I started therapy. And I remember my therapist said, "Well, you know, how is your spouse doing with how you're responding? With you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, right, don't want right. to be touched by the kids, by him. I don't want to high five nothing. And I was like, How dare you insinuate? Like Shane, the Shane train is everything. He would probably <laughs> punch me." before he ever cheated on me and um the whole time an affair had started and i i did not know at all um and so he kind of had a last ditch effort he took me on a cruise for my birthday um something i had always wanted to do It was three days we was in the bahamas it was so pretty and i was just miserable as beautiful as it was and as much as i wanted to and i tried to be i just couldn't i couldn't enjoy it and it pushed him it was like it pushed him all the way because he was like he planned it he got a babysitter he had got flights um you know even working out the stuff of my job and he just felt like I didn't appreciate it because at the time neither one of us really understood how bad the depression was
1: yeah um, yeah and me not knowing like I didn't even I didn't pay attention to it because I was just seeing it like she said how she was with everybody else so I. I'm just feeling like, where's mine at? Right, right. And so that was one of those situations where it's like, I just got so gone from it. I wasn't able to pay attention and actually be there for her in that time of need because Mm -hmm. of how I was feeling about it. So that was, I think that was the most challenging part, me not being able to recognize and me being so, for lack of better words, hurt. So I wasn't able to really pay attention because I was just focusing on myself.
0: Yeah. And let me break that down a little bit, too, because I I really think for our listeners, that's really important. And I will offer grace on both sides. Neither one of you knew what was going on. Like you just said, Shane, you would see her create this facade for everyone else, giving all that energy. And then you are wondering, like, hey, it is none left for me when we when we get home. Um, So I know that was very challenging. And then Tracy, you are just trying to hold it together. You're not sure what's happening. And um, that's very tiring because it's hard to get someone to understand something that you don't even understand. But go ahead, Shane, finish, finish. Where, where were you after, or how did you feel after that cruise or that engage that time when it should have been a nice time that away for the two of you where where were you kind of mentally
1: I felt I felt defeated it, it was um basically I just I just really felt defeated um because like she said that was like my last like last ditch before I did anything I, that really was just kind of the nail in the coffin for lack of better words I was just like we were on a cruise and my wife was not touching me like we were in the Bahamas like, that's right this is our final first big trip getaway like full getaway out the area together and it's just like how this is everybody's all happy we're walking around that whole boat people hugged up and taking pictures and everything and i'm like man i can't get hugged. hug like we can't yeah mm-hmm. we're in the room right now and then we would take pictures and it's just like okay let's let's go ahead and smile for these pictures so they at least look like we have a good time mm-hmm. and that that really just just pushed me over because I I didn't know what to do. I was just like, This is this is not working and, and as much as I love my wife, I just was just like, I'm over it. I'm just mm-hmm. this is just now where I said this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't for me. Who is she? Who am I married to? Yeah. Then, like I I just didn't know because it did go from on the weekends, we were good, we were having a good time, we were communicating to just we're not there. We're just distant. So It's sucked. It
0: sucked. Yes. No, I appreciate your transparency and being real. You, you were being real about it. You, and I love how you said, like, who am I married to? Like, this is not the person that I married. And I feel like Tracy, you probably felt the same thing. Like you were like, who am I? Cause I know, I know after baby two and three, I was looking like, who, who am I? I have no clue. Cause things hormonally, it changes now you have to step into these new roles. So I I can I can see on both sides how you were both trying to figure out yourself and, and who you are in this relationship. So I absolutely can see how that identity and how you associated with people come into play. But take us to kind of what happened after that. You already said that you were like, okay, I'm through. I I this was a I, I commend you. That was a great try. Um, but even after that. Failed, if you will. What happened?
1: um We went back home, and things were basically right back to the same. And so it was, you know, I would we would try to try to do things, try to get her to go out with me, and it was just just a constant no. So I felt rejected. So I, and that was just like constant rejection from. Let's go on dates, or let's go to the beach, or let's just you know have sex. Let's be intimate, whatever the case may be. And it just took it took the smallest compliment from somebody else, from the lady I had the affair with. It took this. It was the smallest thing, and it was and that was it because I wasn't getting that from my wife at all. Um, and again, since I was so far gone because of how much I felt like I've been pushed away. it was it was just it was easy to get distracted or easy for for her to just put a nugget in my head. Okay, maybe somebody does want me. I finally felt wanted.
0: Yeah, I, that's huge. I, I think that's me. huge to point out um, just because my spouse and I have had the same conversations from a when you do this, I don't feel wanted. And you're right. After hearing it constantly, constantly, you start questioning your value. You start questioning like, well, am I not good? Like I was good enough before. Now I'm not good enough. So that other outside person now showing you like, yeah, I, I am desirable. I am wanted. I, we can, I know I definitely can see how that could easily be um, something that you are attracted to because it's something that you're craving, right? And you're un, you're unfulfilled in that area. So even the slightest bit of, or a glimmer of hope that says someone um, is interested, someone is showing me that attention, someone is willing to do that um, care or fill my bucket in that five love language, that physical touch or what have you that that's how that door is open so you you said that you did have an affair at this time Tracy were you still doing counseling and that type of thing
2: so yes um I was in it and he's going like further away so now I feel like I'm trying to fight this battle with myself and and I remember I used to tell him you know I almost wish I came home and said I had something um you know that was fatal like like something big that, that I would have to at the hospital, because I feel like sometimes you hear depression, and you're like, oh, she just sad, or oh, she just, you know, it's, to some Mm -hmm. people, it's not a real, it's not a real thing, and so I didn't get that support for him, because I feel like he was like, oh, it's not made up, you know, it's just a clinical, it's just a clinical term that they're using, so, you know, it it doesn't have the same impact, like, it doesn't have the same weight as other things, right, Mm -hmm. or something like that, so, we're going, uh, doing things and my, my red flags, my women, my women's tuition and Holy Spirit starting to speak something. I'm like, something is off. Um, he knew. So going in my ex, he, he, I tell my daughter all the time, he had a lot of love to share. Um, when she <laughs> used to say, why, why are you still not my dad? But he just had a lot of love to share. And so he knew that that hurt for me. And so I tried so hard not to make him pay for that, that I think, I would let certain things go because I was like you know what he's not him so don't penalize because you know sometimes you like like don't penalize me for what your ex did so then I went too far to the other extreme and started ignoring little signs yeah. um
1: and I took that as she didn't care uh,
0: right right
1: I just like so And as crazy as that sounds I was just like oh well she's not paying attention to me at all like nothing is Nothing.
0: Right. There were things that you probably blatantly like I'm waiting for you to notice and be upset and care because that would be some show of emotion more than what you were getting. So yeah, I, yeah. Yeah.
2: So it exploded in September. Uh, there was a, it was a lot of text messages uh, on Verizon. It was like texts and pictures and videos. And I was like, like, what? Like what's going on? So it was a weird number um and one of them it out of like a thousand texts it was one that had her email address and when i plugged it in you know social media facebook pulled it up so facebook we, we all uh, we all work in the same building she worked oh, on my God. floor i mean it was like yeah, so i was that
1: far gone. like i just didn't I, all
2: the women <laughs> I just, I just, right Virginia, i'm like you found one in
0: the same building on my same floor that's so a she, lot right yeah, so that's a lot that, No blaming, Shane, because I completely see where you were. I understand what you're saying. It was like, even if someone's on the floor, it took you this long to even notice. So so not playing sides here because it's a sensitive subject, but I could absolutely see how this unfolds. So, Tracy, walk us through. You said things kind of exploded. And then um, so what was that that rock bottom point and where did y'all go from there?
2: So it was it was a medium bottom and then it was a rock rock bottom. So medium bottom is the morning that it came out. Like he was he was at her house. Like I literally, he came out of her house. So that was the first one. And then we went no,
1: through. No, that hmm. was that was afterwards when I when I came home. It was like five o'clock.
2: In the oh, you're talking about the actual bus yeah. bus. Okay, so when he first came home, he talking about after I saw the text messages. That's where we were at.
1: And with. Quick interjection with that. This is how I know God is real, by the way. Literally, I left her house. And as I'm pulling into the driveway, I said, God, if you do not stop this, in two weeks, I'm leaving. Sure enough, she had the deadbolt lock on the door and just bust out the house. Are you cheating on me? And I'm like, wow, you work that fast. You like, that work
0: fast. Super wow. fast. Wow,
1: Man, it ain't, ain't I, I, I was just mind blown. Like, this is... Go ahead.
2: So that's right. So that was the night, the the text messages. And so we kind of went back and forth. He was like, you know, it's just a friend. And you know, I'm tripping, blah, blah, blah. So then it just, it falls. And he's like, they're like roommates now. They're hanging out. So then I find him at our house. And we start talking again. And the hardest part is he was like, I'm not going to unfriend her. Like, she's just a friend. I have peace at her house. They play games. I'm like, what in the world? We got kids and mortgage and bills and jobs. And you up her talking about some, she play games. And so that was the tour. So we go out to dinner one night. I'm like, hey, because God tells me as clear as day to stay. Because I'm like, I'm done. You already knew my past. I'm done. I'm done. And God is like, you're not done. And I'm like, no, God, I'm done. He's like, you're not done. So I said, okay, I'm going to stay. So I'm thinking, because I said, I'm gonna stay that he's just going to act right instantly. And that's not mm-hmm. what happened. That's
0: good. I'm glad you pointed that out. Right. Just because you got instruction doesn't mean that it was just going to be smooth sailing. That's good. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. So I, so
2: I'm like, so now not only do I have to stay, but I have to fight. So you want me to fight for a man who. Is cheating on me. I, I was just, I was real mad. I, I I had my faith is strong, but I was mad. I'm like, I'm going to be obedient, but I'm going to be obedient with an attitude. And <laughs> <laughs> so I invite him to dinner. We got to dinner. He had through his wedding ring and everything. So I had his wedding ring and I was like, can you it do me so a dramatic.
1: favor? It was so yeah, dramatic. Yeah, he was real dramatic. I was okay. driving away. I threw it out. So it was like a movie it was really oh funny. okay but i went and picked it up because i realized how much it costs and it is a nice ring yeah so. mm-hmm. i appreciate you picking that up shane i appreciate that
2: <laughs> so he wears his ring I, I had rented this car it was like his dream car he always wanted so we go um and i can't remember some song came on the radio It was like the wrong worst song that could have came on uh but we get to the restaurant so we start eating so this is what's funny i love seafood but I never used to eat butter with my crab legs. Mm-hmm. But during our separation, me and my girlfriend used to go out a lot, and she eat butter on her crab legs. So I tasted it one time. I was like, "Oh my good. Oh my! Oh my goodness! This is real good!" So we're at the table, and he's like, "When you start eating your crab legs with butter, I'm like, you having a whole affair, and you worrying <laughs> about why this, you this butter? butter on these crab legs? This is mm-hmm. so I'm like, just hold it, cause he expecting you to flip if you flip out you know you're gonna kill all the progress but in my head i was like you should just pour the butter over everything just get petty with it but <laughs> i was like i went out with such and such and she had it and i tasted it but in the back of my head i'm like you having a whole affair and you tripping off me with some butter but anyway so we go home we're intimate everything i'm tripping out and then we wake up the next morning and he's like i just want you to know just because last night happened that doesn't mean i'm coming home
0: Dang, Shane. Right? You see how the Shane
2: train is slowing the down? The Shane <laughs> train is slowing down. Um, So we still, we're like trying. We're talking. He's very honest. Like, I'm not saying I'm coming back. So that's when it happens. I turn into like super wife of the year. I'm doing everything that he would have ever imagined a wife to do. Because now I'm in competition mode even though I'm like I shouldn't have to be competing for none of this so we we do and I can tell he's starting to come back home and the more he's coming back home the more I'm slipping back to like how I really feel oh no so we're sitting on the bed Rain. she was like I'm I'm rooting rooting. look I'm over here rooting for this one and I said on the bed I said do you love her and he didn't say no. I mean, he didn't say yes, but he didn't say no. He said, "I don't know," and that was rock bottom. And mm-hmm. I said, "You win. I can't. There's nothing enough in me." And I go in the bathroom, and I had cried. You know, you have cries, but you got different cries. Yes. And it was like that, that break cry. Like I, I couldn't. The the turtle hard shell. It finally like cracked. I couldn't keep the the whatever I don't really care if you don't come back that broke yeah. and he came in the bathroom and he held me and it was the first time that he said I'm sorry that it I felt it felt different mm-hmm. and I'll let him tell that part because when he heard, when he heard the, the scream
1: come out yeah it was like um. Double watch baby boy like Roger, the mm-hmm. she cried. it was like that type of cry it was like, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, and I was just like whoa but and I, <laughs> still,
0: for anybody it, who haven't seen that, you're just going to have to YouTube that just scene. Go you that scene. It, just go before. watch that scene. go watch
1: that And um, it did, like she said, it did something extra to me because I, I we, were, we were just in a bad place. And I think during that time, it was just like as she said, she was slipping away. It put in my mind, okay, well, we're going right back to... What made me leave anyway, and I didn't see it as now she's acting this way because I have an affair i'm saying this is how she's acting because this is how it's just. Our life just is and it made it harder because like she said, I felt like she was just in competition and saying that basically if she couldn't have me nobody could have me. so she was doing all these things, so the smallest. Negative yeah, the re- right, the consistent. smallest regression.
0: You were like, Nope, was- you're not being consistent here. Yeah.
1: Right. And not realizing that I just wasn't being consistent on my part either. And so it um, and since I wasn't totally like honest up front with everything, just completely blunt, it did make it harder. And just looking back on things, now I understand like how that affects her, how that did affect her. And so it's of course you know people want to say I wish I can go back and change it and and that's actually I get it that's a true statement I do wish I would have just you know this that and the third this is what it is so we could have just dealt with it all instead of spending so much extra time with her questioning herself with all the questions in her head with us going back and forth and so it's just I've, I've I took it upon myself to be like okay let me just do every single thing that I have to do to try and fix this to try and make it right and um it was a little things like I started being I think well like overly overly explaining myself overly compensating for you know just for my doing wrong so I'm gonna do everything out the box and at that point in time it was just to help her heal or to win her but now it's just she deserves it in a way so I can just do things for her in that, that way now um yeah that cry did something to me because I've never it was a long time that she, before she actually that she had really opened up or been vulnerable to me that mm, often, yeah that heart, and, and it took me back to as we said before I, I finally felt some like she said, she felt my real sorry. I felt some real emotion and hurt from her, which made me want to fix that because, as backwards as I sound, I was still very in love with her. I still mm-hmm. loved her a lot. I was just hurting myself, and I just didn't care, in a way. So it's it's right. It's totally oxymoronic, but um, yeah, I love you. Too. Um, you guys are so <laughs> awesome.
0: Look. We are, the Shane train is like, it's moving forward. Team Tracy. Going back up. Going back again. (laughs) (laughs) So, so how did you guys kind of get to this point? Because let me just first commend you. The fact, the way that you are even telling this, it takes great strength, great maturity. It shows that you have really healed these areas where Shane is just like, no, that wasn't the time. It was the other time. Remember that first one? And the way that you were able to even address and walk through what has happened has really shown that y'all have healed from that and you have moved forward. So just really quickly, what were some tips? What were some things that you did to um, get to to where you are now? Because I I love how you said it, in the in the submission tracy but like you want to see marriages thrive even after situations like this so so kind of what were some of those steps that you guys took in being intentional on your relationship to rebuild it to what it sounds like even better than what it was prior to
2: yes so the first step um well one the, the the main thing that helped us is we both we both knew God. We both had to get back to that individually. Um, But we also had to do the work. So it wasn't just, we praying and we fasting. like we had to do the work. The hardest part was the truth. So what he was saying, the truth came out in different stages. And every time another nugget came out, it, it dropped. And I was like, hit me all the way. Let me, break down all the way so we can build back up because what you're doing is every time we build up and another piece of the truth comes out you destroy the foundation Mm -hmm. you have to start over um but when he really really was like i'm coming home he cut all ties and then she messages me and she's like hey i just want you to know he's lying and different things like that and i just told her sweetheart i'm not upset with you you owe me nothing you owe me no explanation but if you cared about me you should have messaged me when it first started, not mm. now that he wants to come home. So, but I was like, thank you. Anything he's lying about, the truth will come out. So fast forward, the truth does come out mm-hmm. um, all the way in January. It just, it and it is explosive. Um, so we started doing small talks. We set boundaries because I said, I need to know. I need to know everything because the unknown in my head Is way worse. Like the things that that I'm imagining is way worse. Right. I need to talk, and I had to. When it would get too much, I would be like, "Okay, this is enough for today." Um, we did things like not talk in our bedroom, so that that stigma wasn't in our bedroom. So our bedroom is still a place of peace. We didn't talk in the car, especially if I was driving, because as emotions get up, you start, you know. She already driving. Yes um pick a public place because you automatically going to keep your volume and stuff in check because you know that there are other people around but be honest and be a safe place um i tell people so we're gonna i'm gonna go a little ahead really quick so we just did start this page which is why me and uh brie were connected called marriage mouths and it was funny this morning as i was getting ready holy spirit said the military takes you so many places so that miles part, it just connected it so much more.
0: Yes. Um, I love it.
2: But one of the things I tell the women um, on the page is, or whoever's been cheating on it, it, doesn't have to be hard. And I know that sounds crazy um, because there was an affair. There was an outside person, but a lot of times we come in thinking it has to be super hard because it's all we know. Um, and I always use this, super quick example of labor when you're a little girl growing up all you see on tv is the screaming the hollering get it out you know i hate you and it hurts um and every labor story is not like that but if you don't ever see it differently that's what you literally go in thinking and you may not even be in that much pain but you're gonna act mm. that way that's all you've been fed and so i did i i was i was petty at times um i didn't even the days that I would be okay, I didn't want to be okay because I didn't want him to think that it was okay. And so I was, he would say sometimes like you making yourself get mad right now because I just, I felt like it wasn't okay. It was too soon for us to be okay. It was too Mm. soon for us to be happy. The books say, you know, once trust is broken, it takes double the time. But as my first lady says, um, at our our church in, in Virginia, who told you that? Right. Who says right. you have to wait? So I'm like, well, it's gonna be eight years before we can be happy again. And we caused a lot, we prolonged our, our healing. And so we've taken our experience now on um on our page, and we're trying to help couples see a different way. Um, and, and a lot of people be like, Y'all just talk about it like because like you said, we're completely healed um steps back to the steps there's certain movies we couldn't watch there's certain songs i couldn't listen to you have to become aware of what triggers you and then on the flip side one thing i loved about shane once he was in it he was like i gotta be able to take what happens i gotta understand if we're watching a movie as soon as somebody cheat he's like are you okay you're okay. Mm-hmm. So he started to become um, aware. He used this perfect example the other day on his post. And he said, if you only use three ice cubes and now you're using five, even though that's something so small to you, your spouse will be like, oh, so when he was cheating, did she give him five ice cubes? Like, why wow, all of a sudden he need two Now that's cubes. a good, that's a good post.
0: Right. Cause now he's looking <laughs> at you with that butter. Cause he's like, wait, 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 wait. Where does right. butter come from? You over here upset at me i like the ice i'm we gonna have to we have to- Use the ice Thank
2: you. Yeah. so <laughs> but you <laughs> but the important part is you both have to come to the table you can't i had to i tell you have to let go of your right to be right in order to get it right um and so you both have to come to the table because i was at a point where it didn't matter what i did it didn't matter what i did my defense was but i ain't cheat yeah. I, I I didn't cut you. I didn't burn your clothes or, or whatever. And no, I didn't. I, I actually didn't have the, the psycho wife moment. But anything I did, I justified it because he cheated. Like at that point, it wasn't nothing I could do that would equal you cheated. And again, our actions just prolonged our healing. And once we got to a point where we was like, look, I'm in it, we're gonna stop with the D word. D is only gonna be for Dixon um, because I would throw divorce up really quick and i once we got to a point of talking i could tell him when we when i throw divorce up it's a protection it's it's a it's a quick jab at you and it's not that i mean it but it makes me feel it gives me the upper hand immediately but i was destroying us because after so long your your words have power power and we had to take that off the table and once you literally are committed that was the, we just did a bible study two days ago about the difference between covenant and contract contract marriages Come i'm with on you. y'all yes <laughs> i'm with you until you mess up i'm with you until you do something i'm like i don't like i'm with you till you gain a 10 pounds right because contracts um, they have clauses and ways to get out and all and, these other yep. you absolutely right but once you switch to covenant you really walk out those vows and and i always kind of got there's certain things that better or worse shouldn't cover it shouldn't cover adultery but you can heal from it but if you're like being physically uh mentally abused those you should get help absolutely um, i like definitely, how definitely, we had
0: definitely. uh dr gary chapman of the five love languages talk about abuse when it comes to marriage and i love how he said um that getting helped is a act of love towards the the person like towards the abuser even saying you are better than hitting me and I love you so much that I'm not going to accept this treatment. And I just was like, sir, I have never heard anybody break it down like that, that you not being together because you're not in a healthy space is actually still a act of love. And in that case, it makes more sense to separate, but I absolutely love how y'all are breaking down the difference because you're right. When you walk out those marriage vows differently, when it's not just a contract when it's not just a well when you mess up in this way right here i'm out and i like that you don't use i like how you said that uh the only thing d is gonna stand for is dixon (laughs) we're not saying the d word i love that
2: So, but yeah so that's it and and so to fast forward back again that's what our our goal for the page is right now um, It is focused on infidelity, but we're gonna be doing military challenges and just different things. Because uh, I just changed our cover photo to say, you know, life is too short to be married and miserable. If you want to yes. be married, let's yes. be let's be happy because it's amazing. Now he's my best friend now, and I used to tell him all the time. I don't. I used to be like, oh, you know, that's weird when people are like I want to be with one person for the rest of my life and not sexually, just every day like doing the same thing but now i'm like oh my god i get it you're so comfortable um it's a safe place it's a security um and it's just easy now um and i think uh you know a lot of people even say that marriage is hard and, and this is hard and if that's all you hear you go in thinking that um you know people say the newlywed phase and and uh our pastors always say who says you have to get out the newlywed phase? Facts. Why Why do we go into marriage? Wait, you know, when you hit that four-year mark, it's going to be rough. When you hit that why? right, you know, you get the seven-year, you get itch. But we are at 10 years, and I'm telling I'm so excited
0: now. Right, um, yes. You know, I'm excited for you. I'm just sitting here like... <laughs> Um, I'm on the Shane train and Team Tracy. Like, yes, yeah, we about to get a shirt that and everything. <laughs> Look, right. shout out to the shirt, Marriage Miles shirts. Come yes. into a Facebook group near you. I'm gonna need Here y'all you. to order.
2: So, but yes, yeah, so I think I mean I, that kind of covers the story and and our our vision. But I I love what you do. I've been uh, slowly getting caught up on some Thank of the podcast. So much, but- I love that. It, it changes it to be able to hear, um, you know, different aspects, um, and I t- even just little military things when I talk to other wives, and I'm like, sometimes it's the best thing for your marriage. As hard as it is to be away from your family, because when you're here in Okinawa, you don't have nobody else to lean on. You can't run to your mama house, you can't, and it forces you guys to gel together in a way that you lose your safety net. You become each other's safety net.
1: Oh, that's another tip. Yes. Yeah. Cut off the people that are talking negatively. Like, yeah, you gotta, those people gotta go. No matter how long that relationship has been there, no matter what the relationship is, that's
2: family,
1: DNA, blood don't matter. Like if if it's not pushing you towards a better marriage, I guess. Yeah.
0: Look, y'all are so in line right now. Y'all don't even know. I so agree with that because I talk about the power of relationships and how you really have to guard the seats at the table that are at the table of your life. And you're absolutely right. If there are people who are taking hostage seats, as your, your most valuable players, and they are in your ear, it will affect your your relationship, you need people that are going to support you. So I love that you brought that up as a tip. And and I do want to ask just from um, talking about the group specifically, marriage miles on Facebook, I have a link in the show notes with the so that you can look into the group, it is a private group. So Um, Tell me about just kind of the transformation that you've seen in the group, because it sounds like you guys are creating a really safe space to get some questions answered, um, to kind of break that, like you said, that stereotypical, well, now this has happened, so I have to be like this, like, no, no no getting through this doesn't have to be hard you have to be willing to put forth the right effort and know the steps so kind of share the transformation that you see and some great impact that you that you've seen in that group
1: you want me to take it well i'm not big on social media Actually, (laughs) if i'm not watching a video or something comedy i'm pretty much not on but it's it is amazing to see how many people um I guess have shown up or come out and like things that have happened, um, I never ever would have thought that we would have even been having this type of conversation with somebody at all. And so I think that's really big. Um, My wife has told me, you know, that a lot of women, you know, have come to her. Oh, and ladies, she doesn't really give me all y'all's information. So we don't, y'all, that's a safe place. You know, I don't know y'all business like that. Uh, And I'm not nosy, so. <laughs> but um, so it's, it's great to see what she does tell me how many people have been helped um, it is for me, I know that it was um, I had a lot of I didn't have a lot of support from other men from like a lot. I know I had like one or two people that I could talk to and as life is just life, you know as, as adults everybody has something going on so they weren't able to be there all the time for me when I needed it and who I could always run to if that was the case wasn't the best for me so I feel like um, I'm I'm just at a different place now to where I can be that for somebody or I can talk to somebody and it's just just a quick tips even if enough and of course with anything that you do there's going to be those secret watchers or secret people that will never say anything to you or so and that's, and that's fine, as long as we're reaching somebody, I think that that's a good point. So I would I would recommend it to anybody that's um, going through it on the flip side of it, because the few that I do post, I'll post my little nuggets here and there on the opposite side. Um, it's it's just, a, it's a, I feel like it's a good place for people to go to and it can really help change lives in that way, so.
0: You guys have no idea how excited I am. And I'm definitely leaning on y'all. So y'all might have some more people coming on to the group. But (laughs) when I tell you this podcast, Hearts and Stripes, started out from just seeing so many couples around us, friends of ours, like family, all separate in the course of, it was maybe a year or two. And it was like six different couples. I was just like, whoa, first of all, y'all back up (laughs) but also I always like to say I was really the friend that was just like what do I have to google what who who I will pay for counseling for y'all like what do I have to do and I found that a lot of the resources were just not dealing with the topic of infidelity it wasn't talking to the hurt that they were in right there. And I, and I just want to footstomp the point that you said again, because people have this mindset that it has to go this way. There's hurt, there's shame, there's embarrassment, right? So people are like, well, we just have to separate now. And I'm like, but do you, I mean, like, Mm -hmm. can, can we not work through this? And I love that y'all are creating a safe space to have those conversations, to, to unpack these, well, what do I do next? Or where do I go from here? Or if I feel like this, uh, I like how you said um, you have to let go of you being right to to make it right. That's oh, huge.
1: That's, that's, that's that was
0: good. We are gonna quote, that's a quotable <laughs> right there. We're gonna, we're gonna, that was good because I think oftentimes, especially if you are the person who has been cheated on, you do, you hold on to your little piece of, well, at least I didn't do, and you use it as a weapon against your spouse as opposed to seeing, because even in the beginning of this conversation, you guys both took ownership of the roles that you played. And I think that is a huge step um, for people as we list out these steps that you have to do. You have to own your part. And I even love how Shane in this, you weren't defensive about, it, you just kind of gave this was my perspective and I really didn't understand what you were going through and I think in, in having, that say way. that again
1: it used to not be that way
0: I, um, thank you for being transparent because that's that's that took work right
1: there, even even when we first talked about doing the page it was one of those things it was just like okay I'm gonna really have to be transparent and open because she' may have mentioned it a couple of times in like previous posts that were just like big things, but it's never really been dealt with or out to the public like that. So for me, for lack of better words, I was trying to save face. It was mm-hmm. just like, I wanted to be the good husband. I wanted to be the perfect guy or whatever. And so she had the best. So it was just like, okay, now everybody's going to know. And I think that's where a lot of people get scared at, especially if you're the one that does that has done wrong. It's just like, how are people going to look at me? And for the pe- the person that was done wrong, it's a matter of, okay, how are people going to think about me if I stay? And so it's one of those, it's just both parts have to really be able to be open and be transparent. And I'm glad that we're at that point. Yep. So it's that has really helped a lot. You got to get out your out yourself for healing and to help other people grow as well. I mean, we went through it, so yeah, I feel like it's better to help.
2: Today, us. I... I, I'm actually going to be posting on silencing the shame because it's it's shame on both sides um, and that you still have value, both of you. And that's, uh, so what we kind of just started, so the page is only a, a month, <laughs> a month old. I uh, applaud y'all. Well, no,
0: that's, that, that is fantastic. I, I can see it really growing and I don't, I love how Shane was saying, like you had to kind of like get over yourself to help other people. I don't think y'all understand the impact that y'all will have. And that's just me from someone who is kind of in the trenches on this military marriage thing. That is one of infidelity is one of the biggest things I see in these spouses pages in these groups. I actually did a marriage survey in 2020 and I was assessing or asking spouses questions about military marriage. That way I could better see how, I could provide resources or or guests for the show or just anything that could maybe help them along the way. And some of the feedback that was on there was heartbreaking. Infidelity came up time and time again. And when they rated their marriages on a scale of exceptional all the way down to um, poor or below average, half, half of them said their marriage was either average, below average, or poor. And I'm just like, for the sacrifice, for the time away, for the lifestyle that we live, we need to be thriving. Like like you said earlier, it's what is, the, what is the goal here? What is the point here if you just go, just exist in a relationship that's a business relationship? Like you could be doing way better things with your time, embracing the fact that you are in, a relationship that is your partner that is your teammate that is your cheerleader that is your confidant that's the person that till death do us part we gonna rock this thing even when the kids are grown even after all these things go on you it's still you and me like we we have to position ourselves so that we can thrive in this thing from the small things day to day little excitements, little enjoyments, like you said, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So I feel like love, love is just different in the military. Cause it's just it, at the, that distance really does, I think make our relationship stronger. And when we're able to overcome things like this, like infidelity, man, like I'm looking at y'all right now and I'm like, I know people who haven't had half of these, these things come up and they don't look as close as y'all do um, in sync, just on one accord. And I think, like you said, it had to happen for y'all to get to this point. And I think there's, there is a blessing in the lesson. And I think more people can gain so much from the group and just from hearing y'all story. So I'm i'm a big fan i'm about to get a t-shirt i don't know about y'all but i'm gonna have to get a marriage miles shirt and then i'm gonna get on the back i'm gonna just add it because it might not be on a shirt i'm gonna put the shane train and team tracy on the back um so yes what
2: go ahead yep that's what i was gonna say so with the page uh we've done we, so I was saying, we just, just hit a month. We've done a bottle study. We've done a Zoom with a couple. I've done a coffee and convo where I've met some wives that are here um, and just shared. And we've been getting messages like, I've been going through this for three years and I can, I've just got to a point where I can say that my husband cheated. Um, we've been going back and forth for a year and a half. And, and today I was out looking for lingerie. Um, they're like, your page is so transparent and it's so real. And it's so relatable that stuff we've been dealing with for years, in a matter of weeks, like we can see the difference. We can see the growth and we hit everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, and then what we started doing is I'll post something and then he'll come back with a part two so that you can get both perspectives. Cause That's I'm, good. I'm posting you know, from the, the the spouse that was cheated on, but it's even still helping us grow because I'm reading his posts and I'm seeing into his heart, into his insight, into how it was for him. Um, and I love that about him because he sets the example of what it takes because even little things like him telling me I was beautiful, him telling me I was attractive was hard. It was very hard after the affair because I'm like, I didn't have a
0: facelift. This,
2: you know, this is the same body,
0: He was afraid that he was also going to get rejected too. So I I can definitely see how that was hard. Yeah. So,
2: but I'm just excited. uh, I'm excited for what's next.
0: I am excited. Y'all don't even know. I'm serious about this shirt though. Um, I'm excited for what's next. I am so grateful that y'all had this conversation. Um, The link to join the group, if this if this, I know it spoke to some people out here. If you want to get connected to the, the Marriage Miles Facebook group, I will have a link in the show note. Please reach out. Um, you can connect with them to see how to support the page. Maybe this is not your story, but like, like me, you feel like this is something that needs to get supported um, so that their message can be broadened please connect with them so that um, you can contribute um, and support in any way that, that they set up to be supported. Um, Shane, Tracy, what, in, what last bit of advice that you maybe have for couples that are experiencing um, infidelity? Maybe they're walking through it. Maybe um, someone is in a position where they're not sure what the next step is, or maybe they think things have gone too far and the only option is divorce. What do you say to those couples? I will say that
2: love covers a multitude of sin. Um, when you really break down what love really is, um, you can work together, be honest, be vulnerable. Um, we have on our marriage my church but my favorite shirt we uh, uh have it just says married with a period not a comma not a semicolon married period and if you go in with that mindset that come hell or high water i'm swimming and sinking with you that i'm fighting we're fighting together not toward each other and i think that's what you have to not see your your spouse as the enemy and lean on them and be honest and be vulnerable and be their safe place too. Especially as as a as a wife. Um, we put a lot of pressure on the on the husband to be that safe place and that protection, but it's equally as important for wives to also be that safe place. Um and to protect to protect your union at all
0: costs.
1: Um I <laughs> Shane over here snapping.
0: <laughs> Y'all can't see, but that was good. Yes. <laughs>
1: um for me, especially to men, because this is how most of us are, please find somebody to talk to. A, a good person to talk to, an actual accountable person. Um it has to be somebody that you trust and somebody that you're good with, but you you can't have a yes man in your corner. And you can't have a yes woman in your corner either. You have to find somebody that's actually going to challenge you. And it's just be open and transparent with what you actually do need. And that's on both sides. Um, You know, as humans, we're not mind readers. As much as we would love for our spouse to be able to know exactly what we're thinking, it's just it's not always possible. It's not always feasible. So just be open with each other. If you have a question, ask it. If you have something to say, say it but just always do it with love and um, do it with kindness. So actually be respectful of the other person and um, keep a circle pretty small at that time with actual other couples that you can trust, other couples that you can hang around, that you can be around and just continue to date each other and actually like be with each other. Life can be like hectic with jobs and kids and everything else but make your marriage a priority so you don't lose sight of actually what's important And that y'all can actually be together and keep on thriving.
0: So good, both of y'all. That was that was awesome. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you for your your transparency of your story. Thank you for walking through those hard times so that now you can be an example. Because I know it was not easy. It's still a healing process. Because I feel like there is greater. I always say that. Even right now, as great as y'all relationship is, they are still greater. There's still another level to it. Um, and, and I'm excited. I'm excited about your relationship. I'm excited about the relationships that you are impacting. I'm just, I'm excited about these shirts that I'm about to be rocking. And y'all just don't <laughs> even know. So I'm <laughs> sending <me> some shirts.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: please, please send me some shirts for anyone who who follows me on social media. Y'all know Christian T-shirt Friday is in full effect. Um, and I'm actually definitely going to be highlighting um, you guys as a shirt married married period. Oh, that that has my name all over it. So I'm so excited for what you guys are doing. And before I let you go my favorite segment of the episode heart tracks for anybody who is looking to catch up on all of the heart tracks playlist you can find that on spotify heart tracks two for season two of harsh and strikes podcast so we need to know for okay. this episode what is yes. the heart track it
2: is healing parts by cc Winings. Healing part. and if I can, I'm going to just read the yes, first. Yes,
0: please do. It
2: says, it's hard to know what to say. We said so much that we regret. What a price we pay when we can't forgive, much less forget. The more I hear, the more I fear that we might lose each other. Can we skip to the part where we come out of our senses before we go too far? Love shouldn't be so hard. Can we open our hearts and drop our defensive? Defenses. Find where forgiveness starts. Let's stop where we are and
0: skip to the healing part. Now come on, Cece. Now come on. Come on. That's good. That is so good. I'm excited for this heart track. Um, that's That was a drop mic moment right there. <laughs> so for everyone, thank you so much. Shane Tracy, it has been a pleasure. Um, I'm just really excited. This is probably one of my favorite episodes for season two. Thank you for your story. Thank you you for what don't don't crash Shane. (laughs) Thank you for what you do. Thank you for um, this group. I am so excited for this to be just a resource because I know it is going to help so many military marriage couples. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.